to the curiosity of a child. What day is it today? Uh, it's Christmas Eve. It is. Are you excited? Yes. <laughs> Actually, you have been. I've noticed quite excitable today. Fidgety, desperate for the day to pass, and get onto the big event tomorrow. Yeah, I've we? been trying to uh, do things that pass time quickly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and I've decided to go to bed early as well. I don't think you'll sleep though. And <laughs> um, we played football earlier in the muddy. Yeah, park. it was really muddy as well. Okay, so what have we got on our little Christmas special episode then? What's coming up? Well, I am doing uh, a list of quirky things that are quite nice for, about Christmas. Some traditions. Yeah, some quirky Christmas traditions. Yeah. And then I look at some of the darker side of Christmas as we look at some of the origins of Santa Claus. Dun dun dun! So, should we get on with the show then? On with the show. <laughs> Anton investigates Christmas So let's kick uh, this Christmas special Anton investigates off with the naughty ghost boy Who's this? So in South Africa they <laughs> leave out uh, cookies for Santa to munch on uh, Sounds good to me Yeah, but one year there was a boy called Danny and he ate all the cookies that were meant to be for Santa. So he would have been as fat as Santa then? So very nice. <laughs> okay, um, but what happened? So after that, he got caught by his grandmother and his grandmother killed him. Seriously? Yep. Do you think Granny would do that to you? I think she'd probably give you another biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put the iPad down and have her. So now, uh, Danny haunts children as a ghost and he's called the Naughty Ghost Boy. No. Okay, so he haunts the naughty children at Christmas. Yeah. Are you sure this isn't our Halloween special again? <laughs> well, you could say that if you would have met our our ghosts that we've got here. Oh, Ghost Boy. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have a, a Ghost Boy living with us, don't we? Yeah. And at the moment, we're trying to get away from him inside our den. That's right. The that we built. Yep. Yes, every Christmas, uh, every Christmas holiday, every school holiday, yeah. we build a den for you to sleep in, don't we? Yeah. Now, there's actually another tradition to do with ghosts at Christmas, isn't there? Oh, yeah. So, in Portuguese um, tradition, they would have breakfast with ghosts. So, they'd lay out uh, their table and everything, but have maybe a few extra meals for the ghosts. So, yeah, they'd leave spaces for the ghosts then to come and join them at the table. Yeah, this is called Consoda. Nice. Well, they bring in the souls of the dead to enjoy a Christmas meal. The soldiers of the dead. Now, staying on the Iberian Peninsula, there's another rather funny tradition, which doesn't involve ghosts this time. Yeah, so we've gone to Spain now, and in their nativity scenes, they have a boy at the back doing mm. a poo. Seriously? Yeah. Doing a poo? Yes. So, next to baby Jesus? Mm, baby Jesus is normally at the front, so it's pretty hidden behind one of the... <laughs> behind the donkey or yeah, something? behind the donkey. So I wonder how that started. Yeah. I wonder if there were some cheeky children once who... Uh, Changed it, yeah. Yeah, started doing that. Now, there's actually another funny poo-related tradition in Spain. And uh, this is the Christmas log, which sounds rather innocent, but actually what the family does is they will have a log which they will feed up before Christmas, um, so it grows nice and fat, and then when they put it on the fire, 
Um, they will start bashing it with a stick and command that it poops out presents. I wonder if that's ever worked before. I don't think so. Mm. See, that's another odd one. I mean, where does a tradition like that come from? Yeah. Really weird. Do you remember our winner from the Halloween special? The monster battle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the werewolf. Yeah. So, you may have only thought that was Halloween, but it's also in Christmas. Seriously? Yeah, so, if, do you know anyone born on Christmas? Um, just supposedly baby Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so, if you were born on uh, Christmas Day, you could be a werewolf. So, maybe that explains how he managed to turn uh, water into wine. Because he's got magic werewolf powers. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Now, this could explain a lot then. And as we saw in the uh, Halloween special, the werewolf won the battle, which might explain um, the Easter story where he comes back to life after getting put on the cross. Are werewolves undead? Hmm. Zombies are. Zombies are, yeah. Zombie Werewolf Jesus, is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> okay. <laughs> now moving on to Ukraine. So you've all got Christmas trees. Normally you'd put some baubles, maybe some candy canes, but I bet you, you won't see any spider webs on them. No, you'd be dusting those off. <laughs> yeah. So in Ukraine, mm -hmm. there was a story about a really nice spider. Yeah. And he saw that... There was a family too poor to put any decorations on the um, oh, no. Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. So he spun a web all night to cover the Christmas tree. That would have looked like um, snow. Have you seen those photos, actually? Um, there's been a flood, and all of these spiders have had to go up into a little tiny bit of land, and they've covered entire trees and cars and things with their webs, and it yeah. looks like snow or paper <laughs> covering everything. Yeah. What a nice spider. And that's why we don't squash them. Even that one over your bed the other night, which was there for about three days. Oh yeah, that's one my elf in the shelf came. <laughs> on to our next one. This is a very strange one. A family sauna from um, Estonia. Okay, so quite near the Ukraine then. Yeah. So... Are there spiders in the sauna? <laughs> no. Okay. Just heat. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yes. So, you have to... Well, take your clothes off, everything. Right now? Not right now. Okay, no, good. No, 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 no. I don't want to do that. With your family. Good job this is a podcast and yeah. not visual. Uh, yeah, with your family. Right. And everyone gets into the same, goes to the same sauna. You have a naked Christmas family sauna. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that tradition will catch on here. Yeah, when we do our live recording of our Christmas party tomorrow, I don't think we'll be doing that. No. <laughs> no, you could try to bring it up, though. Mm, yeah. But then I think one of the best things about Christmas is the food. Yeah. I mean, I love the food. This year we're having goose, which I've not tried before. Yeah, I haven't tried it either. I think it's going to taste quite a lot like duck, and I do like duck. Mm hmm yes. But on to our last one. So, normally you have turkey, we're having goose. Yeah. But I bet you've never had deep-fried caterpillars. I've not had those... But I have had crickets, um, yes. worms. I've had I've had caterpillars as well. Yeah. 
before. Uh, I've eaten caterpillars and I've had worms, crickets, a type of bug, another type of... <laughs> so do you get yeah. just one caterpillar for the family and they stuff it? I mean, that'd be a bit small. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends how many you can find. Okay. Um, whilst I don't mind insects and you loved them. You yeah, thought they were amazing. You were... You, well, yeah. Until you get the leg stuck in your teeth or something, or the cricket. And start crying. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So is that your quirky traditions for Christmas then? Yeah, let's go on to yours. They're a bit more spooky, I've heard. Yeah, so let's move on to another feature here about the history of Santa Claus. Santa Claus goes by many names. Father Christmas, Father Frost, St Nicholas. Uh, the history of St Nicholas is that we're looking at today. Now he was a 4th century bishop from the Greek town of Myra, which is now a part of modern day Turkey. His family was relatively well off. However, his parents died when he was really young. Um, so he decided to give away their wealth and see if he could help other people. However, 302 to 304 AD, he was imprisoned by my favorite emperor, Diocletian. Well. Aww, yeah, 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 nah. See, Diocletian, he persecuted some of the Christians, which yeah. obviously isn't very nice, but I just like that he retired to break cabbages. Yeah. And I love his name, Diocletian. Yeah. I think it's really cool. <laughs> My favourite um, Roman emperor is Pupianus. But there are some darker stories to do with St. Nicholas. So the town of Myra was hit by a famine, and the people were going hungry, and it was... It's like a food drought, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a food drought. A famine is a food drought. And there was a family there, but they were quite rich, so they had money, but they had no food. And the parents were growing weak. So one day, whilst the father was at work, the mother sent her children out to go and get food. And so she gave them some coins, and off they went. Then they found an inn. And then the innkeeper, kind of seeing how rich they were, decided to invite them in, because he promised them a good meal. But what he really wanted to do was take their money. Yeah. Now, the father came home from work, and the children weren't home yet, and it's starting to get dark. So they were worried a little bit, and the mother was really, really worried. And the father said, oh, don't worry, they've probably gone off to the, the next town. Then midnight came, and they still weren't home. So he started to really worry as well. Then morning came, and still no sign of their children. So they thought what they should do is go and see their local bishop, who happened to be St Nicholas. How do you feel if I disappeared for a day? Elated at first, and then devastated. <laughs> so they went to St Nicholas and asked if he could help them. And he began to spread the word, saying, please look for these three children. And he got people, like his contacts, his agents throughout the town. Um, and not long later, somebody mentioned that they saw three boys heading into this inn. So St Nicholas went to visit the innkeeper, just to find out what had happened. Upstairs at the inn, he met one of the innkeeper's servants and uh, he asked, like, have you seen these three boys? And the servant says, yes, yes, we did. The innkeeper has taken them downstairs, like into the cellar. So St. Nicholas is like, what's going on here? So he goes down the stairs, I imagine with his staff as well. Yeah. And like clattering on the... As he's walking down the steps, yeah. it's quite kind of an authoritative figure. He's probably got his big hat on. He almost looks like a wizard, yeah? Yeah. Um, so he goes down the stairs to the cellar and kind of pushes open the door and then he finds the innkeeper and he's, he's got a, um, an apron on and it's spattered with blood and he's kind of just sealing up a barrel and St Nicholas, he looks around the cellar and there's no sign of the children but the innkeeper, he's looking kind of ashamed of himself and just, 
what has he done? So St Nicholas asks him and uh, he says that he chopped the children up and he was going to pickle them in the barrel of vinegar. Um, so this is St Nicholas, remember, Father Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, he reaches into the barrel and he touches, probably with his eyes closed, like, oh my god! Oh my god! Um, yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> he, he was a true believer. Um, <laughs> he, he touches the children and he brings them back to life. So he performs a miracle. Dun, dun, dun. And the innkeeper, he's kind of so relieved that they've been brought back to life, but he's also terrified by what he's done. Uh, but luckily, St Nicholas forgave the innkeeper. Because he told the truth? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so that's kind of a miracle performed here by St Nicholas, and this is some of the reason why he's like the patron saint of children. Yeah. There's a few other stories about St Nicholas as well. So in the year 325, there's the Council of Nicaea. Now this was a meeting early on in Christianity where different groups of um, priests and bishops, some thought that Jesus and God were the same thing. And some thought they were separate things and Jesus was the son of God. So it's a lot of theological debate, okay? Um, the details aren't important here. All you need to know is here's a picture of Santa here with his arm raised. Santa Claus, a.k.a. St. Nicholas, he punched another bishop called Arius and laid him out. Because they were arguing, because they were on different sides of the debate. Ooh, so he's got a good fist in him. So he saved children who have been chopped up. <laughs> And now he's punched another bishop. He's been a boxing miracle man. Now the Dutch call him Sinterklaas, or Sinterklaas, which is where we get Santa Claus from. So 5th of December would be um, St Nicholas's Eve, I think, if I remember properly. Now, tradition goes that every year on this day, he would go around and visit children and there's also spread throughout Europe so people would go and visit children like bishops and things and ask them um, if they'd been naughty or nice that year now if they were good they'd get sweets but if they were bad they'd be punished dun 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 but not <laughs> but not by Sinterklaas but by a devil called and I'm going to get this wrong um, Savati Piet also known as Black Pete okay. he carried a birch stick with him so it's from a tree, yeah, like a yeah. branch. And he also carried a big sack. Does that sound familiar? A uh, sack of presents? Probably not. <laughs> no, so um, if St Nicholas, a.k.a. Santa Claus, a.k.a. Santa Claus, a.k.a. Father Christmas... Gay Father Frost. Um, if he was very angry, he would get Black Pete to put one of the children in his sack and carry them away. And then, of course, all the other children would be terrified and they'd be crying. Oh. I'm trying to make you cry. I want realistic sound effects. Um, so yeah, so they'd be crying. Once they'd settled down a little bit, the child be, would be brought back in the sack. So it's just a warning. Yeah. However, if the next year the same thing happened again, the children would be all taken away in the sack, all the naughty ones, and taken to hell. Oh, so that's how you get to hell. Are you going to sleep well now, knowing that there are these old traditions there? Because you know, sand is real. Yeah. It's because he's had to reinvent himself throughout the years. There's many other stories like this throughout European culture. So that is the darker side of Christmas. We'd like to wish all of you a very happy Christmas. Yep, a jolly, jolly Christmas. Oh, and no sneaking some poo people on the nativity. Yeah, and make sure you leave the cookies for Santa. Yeah, otherwise you're dead.
Yeah, you're dead, boy. Oh, girl. Yeah, I make sure you behave and answer all your questions, otherwise you'll be put in a sack and sent to hell. Nice, friendly Christmas advice there. Yep. Yeah, fabulous. Now it's getting jolly hot in your den. Yeah. I think we should stop recording before we pass out. few days and he's been very very good this year but make sure you're good too because if you're not Santa will get you <laughs> oh no sorry that's a bit scary he's not really that bad but don't worry have a wonderful Christmas and wonderful new year but shh don't tell him that I'm speaking this recording <laughs>